1: And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's
0: dive in. Well, hey there, Leah. Hey, Annie. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to have a good friend of mine and somebody that I really just love to hear more from. Uh, Brandy Mitchell is on today. and going to help us uh, take care of ourselves, which, you know, we need these reminders all the time as busy entrepreneurs and private practice LCs. It's like, I love having this discussion because it reinvigorates me to, to, to do the work. (laughs) Totally. I'm excited too,
1: because we first got to meet, or I mean, you've known her for a while, but I first got to meet Brandy last summer when she was a guest for one of our lactation business coaching deeper dives. And she did a whole hour with us on self-care and it was so great. And that's in our lactation business coaching deeper dive vault. And you can learn how to access that at slash lactation business coaching.
0: Yeah, that was such an amazing session. I left that session with like like we did the work like in the session which was so cool because I was like I left with like tangible things that I could work on right then and like on a piece of paper like literally in front of me it was so neat to get to do that work and like do it all together with another group you should definitely go check that out if you weren't there weren't able, able to be there live it's just as good recorded because you can go through it with us and and hear the steps that everybody was taking but Annie, tell us a little bit more about Brandy for those who might not know about Brandy.
1: Yeah. So Brandy Mitchell uh, is an award-certified nurse coach specializing in holistic, personalized health coaching for women who are ready to reclaim their health from autoimmune disease, anxiety, depression, pain, insomnia, and fatigue. Additionally, she supports women during pregnancy and postpartum for healthy and empowered transition into motherhood. Brandy partners with women and families to empower you to take ownership of your health, overcome anxiety and overwhelm, and move from where you are to where you want to be in your body, health, and life. And you're going to make that happen for me and Leah over the course of the next like uh, couple, 20 or 25 minutes or so. Is that um, what I'm expecting a, a complete and total transformation? <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, let's, I'm here for it too. Let's see what we can get accomplished. (laughs) Well, welcome, Brandy. We're so excited to have you on again. And thank you so much for spending this time with us today. Absolutely.
2: I love chatting with you ladies and love um, talking about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited. Yes.
0: Yes. And I know you wanted to bring us something. And when we talked about the subject, you were like, Leah, you're not going to want to hear this. And I'm like, oh, she knows me so well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) because you wanted to t- talk about rest, which is the thing I don't want to talk about because I don't want to admit that I need to rest. I want to like go 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 and and get it all done and do all the things cuz that's fun. Um, but I'm learning more and more through Brandy's guidance that that leads to burnout. So tell us why is rest such a big topic for you, Brandy, cuz I know you, you want to talk about it a lot. So why is this coming up for you? Like why are you talking about it? Yeah. Well,
2: you know, I think we teach the things that we need to learn, right? So I am not um, by any means an expert in always building in the time to rest that I need to do. It's an ongoing learning process. So that's why I'm excited because I know I have experienced so much benefit in my life, in my health, in my business, even by intentionally building in rest specifically through practicing something that I call cyclical living. So that's also what I'm really excited to chat with you ladies about, because it's something that's like, we're, we have a growing awareness of it, that, you know, life is not this linear experience. It actually is, you know, we circle back to things and we use this language of like coming back around and we live in a world where there are seasons. And so there are like principles that can guide us in a different way of living our lives. That is actually so much more sustainable and so much more life-giving than what a lot of us were modeled, especially those of us that are in business. And the fact that we're women and we have these bodies that have their own internal cyclical clock, um, then it's like a whole nother thing that we can lean into to guide us in this kind of different rhythm for life and for business. So I'm... Uh, by no means presenting myself as like, you know, having mastered this fully, but I think I've, I've been practicing it for long enough for two or three years to see that, you know, oh, wow, there really is something to this. And it really does work well when I um, remember to practice and live this way.
1: That's so interesting, you know, kind of connecting all of those pieces together. I'm definitely somebody, if you ask me, what my favorite kind of self-care is, it would be like, oh, it's tackling items on my to-do list while I binge watch Real Housewives. <laughs> but like, yes. note that I'm not resting and binge watching Real Housewives. I'm I'm watching this television that I do find extremely soothing and relaxing while I do other things. And like, I'm calling that self-care. Or I will be like, why would I take a nap when I have a book I want to read? Like naps <laughs> are a supreme... Waste of time. I know that is a very controversial yes. opinion, <laughs> but I'm willing to just throw that out there, and I'm also willing to be told I'm wrong about it. Though I take like maybe two naps a year, so tell us a little bit more about what's wrong with my mindset around <laughs> rest. That's so funny,
2: Annie. It makes me think of my uh, my struggle in the postpartum time. I have two girls. Um, my oldest is almost nine this summer, and my youngest is five, and You know, I was always like, I'm not a napper. Like I love to drink my coffee in the morning and I love to go, go, go. And like, who has time to nap? So I really get it. And I love that we're talking about this because let's define rest is not equivalent to napping. You know, you don't have to go to sleep in order to rest. And so there are there's I don't know that there's anything wrong with your mindset. I would get curious around, you know, like what does rest look like to you? What would you like it to look like? What feels really good and like rejuvenating to you? And I love that you mentioned like, you know, it's such a spectrum, right? Life, all of life is such a spectrum. And yes, sitting down and folding your laundry while watching Real Housewives, like that's a That's a notch down from like driving all around town and going to see clients in home or, you know, recording call after call or podcast interview after podcast interview, whatever your days are filled with. And so we can certainly like step it down a notch and that can still be restful. I think that what I would love to see more of is this conversation around like, oh, what really, really feels good and what do we emerge from feeling like? A new person, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what lights me up is talking about that with women.
0: I think that's so awesome, and I love your um, talking about cyclical living. And this is something that I've, you know, read a little bit about too, and how it doesn't necessarily have to be just um, gender specific. Like people, anybody who identifies as a woman or anybody, all living creatures have cycles, um, and and learning about your cycles, whether that be um, something that's like on the woman spectrum, like a, you know, a 28 day menstrual cycle or um, an energetic cycle that you have, like you might reset each day where you like feel more energetic in the morning and and more restful in the afternoon. And then you pick back up for an evening surge, you know, like that cyclical as well. And I like the idea that it can really reach just anybody on any, you know, space that like you can identify where these cycles show up for you and then like tap into the 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 energy of that cycle I find that for myself like in a day cycle like I know I'm like super on it in the morning and and I could tap into that you know but in the afternoons like between two and five I feel really like I'm done like the day has got to end like please And I know, you and I've talked about this before, but like, are there ways to like honor that in my body? Like to say, okay, I'm going to give myself, you know, an hour between two and five where I'm just going to like mellow out a bit and like let my brain rest a little while. So I like the idea that like cycles are everywhere. That's something that I know you've talked about before and I've heard in different places. Like it's, it's not just like, like you said, it's like the cycles of the season and the cycles of the year. And Annie and I figured out a little bit with this with the podcast, you know, like you guys know, we closed down over the summer as a way to provide us space for like creativity and like rest and focus on things so that we can come back like super energetic and renewed in the fall with new ideas and, and energy. So Annie and I have figured out ways to do that in our, in our business too, together. Um, but what are some other ways that people could like, those are just a couple of examples that I know about. What are some other thoughts on like this idea of like intentionally following some restful cycle?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I love that you guys do that over the summer. And I love that you said that you come back feeling re-energized and, you know, more creative. You have new ideas and that is absolutely what happens. That's why we, you know, we, go on vacation. But you know, in our culture in the US, especially now in these, you know, kind of are we post-covid yet? We're not post-covid. We're still in covid times and, you know, I keep seeing articles come across about the work culture now. Now that so many people are working from home, it's like there are no boundaries. If we aren't if we aren't intentional about having boundaries and finishing our work day at this certain time, Now you just step right over to your desk that's in your bedroom and you can be on all the time. And I think it's just like all this was going on before COVID and things have just been magnified and amplified. And I have also witnessed people, some people around me, including myself, you know, setting a lot more intentional boundaries around their time and their space and their energy, because we've had this opportunity Through the quarantine about a year ago, that we experienced, you know, to just have this big pause in life and be like, whoa, is this working for me? And so, one of the huge benefits of intentionally carving out some rest, some pause, some downtime is to be able to reflect and integrate what all's been going on in life. So, not only is that good for like our mental space and just feeling like, huh, you know, like I can see a different perspective on things that are going on, but it's so good for our physiology because we actually are um, tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system instead of being in that sympathetic, you know, on, 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 fight, flight, or freeze kind of all the time um, culture that we live in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really have seen this in myself in a couple of different ways in the last year. So I, I mean, I spent all winter working really hard on a big um, online course offering, which some of our listeners signed up for. And it was just a lot of work. And I also, we, because of the you know, circumstances, we weren't doing the traveling we usually do at the holidays. Family wasn't coming to see us. We were still really, have still been really isolated. And so my response, if I, when I, I don't actually choose to take that time off, I'll be like, yeah, well, I mean, I'll do a couple of follow-ups. Like I'll work this day. I won't actually take a day off. Um, and also because what is a day off when we're at home? We're still at home all day. My kids are still at home doing virtual school. So they have the day off of school. What else? What has really changed? And so my default is like, let me just keep getting things done. And I ended up working every week from the, like the beginning of September up until, um, let's see, we're recording this at the beginning of April. Last week, I took almost an entire week off. Um, I, and so, but that was like months where, I mean, I, I take weekends off. I'm actually pretty good about that, but like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for like six months or however many months that was, I can't even do math anymore. I work too much. (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh, right. I used to do this all the time. Every three months I would take an entire week off from seeing clients and just to like hit the reset button and try to time it with holidays and travel um, and school breaks. And I'm like, I've completely forgotten that I do that. And I was so tired. Um, Leah knows from talking to me right at, at the end of the launch window for the course and all the, we did doing all these lives and there were so many things happening. And like my voice was fried and I would talk to Leah be like, I can no longer think. And, <laughs> and it was, it's true, it was, it was bad. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us.
2: Yes. And so what I hear in that, Annie, is that like, without having the regular rhythm or the rhythm that was happening before this crazy life we've all been living this past year it's easy to just let it all blend together and to keep going to your default that you said is just like keep pushing keep doing keep knocking those things off your to-do list and so you know and it is you know we we tend to do that in this culture you know it's just push 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 and then you're going to crash and it's okay cuz you can you can just crash but there's just another way you know, there's another way. And it's, it's a lot more fun. (laughs) I think, I mean, pushing and getting things done is fun too. I love the hustle and also have discovered the wisdom in allowing the flow and the rest. So, you know, um, Leah, you asked about like, what are some other ways? What comes to mind is two different cycles that I have looked to in my own life and also guide my clients to look to and I say this knowing that for some this may sound really woo or maybe not fit with you know your your framework your ideological beliefs about how the world works etc but I'm gonna say it anyway (laughs) go out on a limb but you know one is to follow the rhythm of the moon and that's something that over the last couple of years I've really so enjoyed and I've enjoyed doing it with my daughters too like we look at the moon and I love that they will be like, mommy, there's the moon. Oh, it's up in the sky. And we talk about what phase the moon is in. And the reason why this matters for connecting with our own body cycles and our own, like how we set up our lives is that our bodies are 60% water. And we know that the tides are affected by the moon. And so it makes sense when we look like down at the cellular level and that microscopic level, that our bodies that are like more than half made up of water would have some kind of effect. And, you know, those of us that are nurses and, you know, have worked in uh, acute care settings, like in the ER or whatever, will notice that things get crazy around the moon, around the full moon time. And there's a reason for these um, midwives tales, you know, and babies are tend to be born around the full moon. So there are connections to draw, whether, you know, you want to believe it or not is, is totally cool with me, but, um, I found that, you know, following this, I, this, the concept of like, well, the moon goes through this cycle, um, every month. And so do our bodies, like, could it be possible that there is a connection there that we just weren't, you know, introduced to? And, um, there actually are. So, you know, in the second cycle is our own body cycles. We go through a cycle every 28 to 32 days ish right? And sometimes our bodies are not cycling when we're pregnant or when we're breastfeeding. And so that's when I found it beneficial to look to the moon and where, how, how the moon is cycling in order to kind of orient myself, my activities when I'm leaning into this cyclical living. So the four phases of the moon and the four phases of our bodies are actually synonymous. And for anyone who's interested. Um, menstruation, the phase of menstruation actually aligns with the phase of the new moon. When we're in the follicular phase, that can align with the waxing moon. And then ovulation aligns with full moon. It's like that sense of being fully on, fully in bloom and blossom. And then the luteal phase of our bodies is synonymous with the waning moon cycle. And then we start all over again. So And we don't always align. Just important for everyone to know, like, I certainly don't always align. I have a longer menstrual cycle. And so I kind of tend to like move through kind of like these two orbits, you know, and it's kind of like, well, I can pick which one I want to align with, but I found that it's a really helpful tool to tune in and check in. Okay. Where, where's my body in my cycle? Because don't we always like, or I don't know, this is the way I grew up. It's like, I only knew when I was gonna bleed, make sure I have my stuff with me, you know what I mean? But there wasn't much awareness around the other phases and the wisdom that's there for us when we really learn to listen to our bodies on that level. Absolutely.
0: And what about like for somebody who maybe is not cycling with menstruation? Are there other like ways that they could look at? I mean, I guess the moon could help guide them on some of the the different phases, but is there other ways to look at it if you you know, aren't menstruating. Um, is that something as well?
2: Yeah, definitely looking to the moon. And then also, I think general self awareness, you know, really listening, checking in. How's my energy today or this week? What do I need? Asking those simple questions where we really listen instead of thinking, well, look into our to do list or our inbox as what orients us towards what we're going to do. And then we, write, we like, drink all the coffee or take the supplements or whatever to try to rise to the challenge when really what our bodies are saying is hold on sister, you know, like you need to just like rest here. And when you do, you will be able to get so much more accomplished. You will feel so much better doing it. Like yourself more the way you show up in the world and in your family. At least this is, this is what I've been learning.
1: I've definitely noticed that in my own Energy and even recently, when I was getting ready to take this spring break and and things were kind of um, coming to an end with the course and the lives and all of that, and I was remember just like waking up and not feeling that sense of like, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and saying to my husband like, I just feel like a sense of purposelessness, and I just want to sort of shamble about my house. And then I was like, oh wait, that means I'm in like. Low energy, but that means that soon I'm going to be my energy will come back up. So don't worry about it. This is not like now suddenly I'm a person that doesn't know how to get things done. It's more like no, there's there's things come in cycles, and now I'm at the bottom of the cycle, which means I'm going to come back up. And sure enough, like this week, I'm like you know all over the place and like knocking things out and, and feeling that same kind of energy again. And I'm learned about this stuff too late for it to apply to me. Cause I'm like, what even is a cycle anymore? It could be 12 days. It could be 56 days. I don't even know. And then apparently I'm told it could be like this for years. So super fun, but I'm like, but I can still like pay attention to my energy. Um, I can't see the, I can see the moon when it's full from my front window. I can't see it the rest of the time. Cause I live in the city. So that's like, no, I don't have that connection the way I wish I did, but I'm like, but at least I can listen to my body and what my body is telling me and not feel like if my body's telling me to quiet down, that I should fight that. Yes. Oh man.
2: Yeah. So it's like, listen and respond versus ignore, deny, push. Right. And we've all, we've all done it. Like, it's so easy to do that. There's a Starbucks in every corner, you know, just like keep fueling up and just keep going, you know? And there's a time for that. And I i don't know. I just love the saying of like, I think it's biblical, actually, that um, there's a season for everything. There's a time for everything. And when we really trust that, and that's what I hear and what you just shared, Annie, that like you can start to see that there is a cycle. I am okay to rest. Like it doesn't mean that I will be lazy for the rest of my life. And, you know, that awareness of the cycle, the cycles has helped me to, to, feel so much more grace towards myself. Like, oh, I don't have to get it all done now because guess what? Next month there's going to be another cycle where I'm like really aligned with these activities and it really flows so much easier because I'm aligned
0: at that time. Does that make sense? Definitely. And one thing I was not to say in response to that, any one, I'm, I'm literally going to write myself a note, like a reminder, like when I'm down, you're going to come back up. Like, don't forget. It, it is helpful to have that reminder. I love that. And I, when I've paid more attention to my energies, I know that there are a couple of days in my cyclical life that I am just so on fire that I could like, I could t- take down like the whole universe, like every to-do list, like all the things. And I'll sometimes like look back and be like, oh my gosh, I was like a beast today. You know, like I just got it all done. And so one of the things that I have been doing is on my other days where I'm like getting into this headspace of like anything done and I'm, I'm dropping the ball on all these projects. Like I start to write down the things that i'm like dropping the ball on you know like i didn't do this i didn't do that like i had all the energy in the world i would have like cleaned out this thing or finally emptied my email inbox you know or you know whatever it is and like keeping this little list of like these big things that i'm i'm not feeling great that i haven't accomplished or whatever and then that list can be in front of me on those days where i'm like taking down the world and doing all the things And maybe I can knock some of that out, you know, and not make it feel like, oh, I'm never going to get that done. But it's like, oh, I could I could save it for the days where I'm like ready to do all the things. And I do that with like videos, too, that I'm making for my business. I wait until those times where I'm like feeling on fire because I feel like I show up my energy on video shows up so much better when it is on those days. So it is like very spur of the moment, but I have a list of videos that I want to make so then when I'm like, oh, I got off this consult and I'm just like on fire and I'm like loving everything about everything. And then I do a video at that time. I'm like, oh, the energy is so much different than like I have to do another video. OK, just like this is how you do the thing. All right. Whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so I have found that to be a super way to like honor, but also know that like there's going to be things I want to get done at those times, too but honor my rest. Absolutely, Leah. I am doing a happy dance over here because that (laughs) is incredible
2: progress and definitely worth celebrating from my perspective. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, there's a lot more flow when we are in tune with the cycles, with our own energy. And again, whether you look to the moon or not, whether you look to your own body cycle, you know, there is a way to tune in and for men to do this as well. I think, you know, one of the things I've learned is that men cycle on about a 24 hour cycle and, you know, women, we cycle usually the 28 to 32 ish days cycle. So, and most of our world is oriented around um, masculine energy. <laughs> and so this is a really a powerful way for us to kind of reclaim a more sustainable way of doing life when we can recognize that, Hey, we're different. And that's A beautiful thing. And when we honor that, we, I think what it comes down to is that we show up in the world feeling better and therefore making more of the impact that we seek to make anyway. You know, like I love, like, future is feminine, but not if we're all tired and worn down and like exhausted from trying to do it all, all the time. So if we really do want to live into some of these things that we want to see looking different in our world, I, um, I really do believe that, you know, cyclical living is a powerful way to do that, specifically resting, incorporating rest.
1: I love it. It's so great. And I think this is gonna be an episode I'm gonna have to go back and listen to again just to pull out all the great things that you said to think about, because I'm not often self-reflective enough to really notice this stuff. But whenever I do, it really makes a difference. You can register for our next live deeper dive next month with Tierra Caldwell, and that's on May 12th she's going to talk with us about her private practice and answer questions. You can also purchase access to our vault of recordings goes all the way back to January, 2020 is when we started these deeper dives. So there's a ton in there. Every time we do a deeper dive, we record it and it goes in the vault. So thank you so much, Brandy. We hope to have you on again and just continue to learn from you because it's always so great.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live Deeper Dives And also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.